0: Hey, one of the things we're going to do on the Blitz this weekend, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be carrying the Daytona 500. You're going to hear that right here on the Blitz on Sunday. And one of the guys who will be there for MRN is Jason Toy. And we are happy to welcome him now to our hotline. Jason, thanks very much for your time. It's an exciting weekend, isn't it?
1: Oh, yeah, it is. It definitely is. It's the it's the 500. It's the Super Bowl of Motorsports for us. It's our uh, it's our big celebration every year. So this is something that we always look forward to. and. You know, it's a whole week of things that happen down here and a lot of the race fans, it's you know, it's more than a week of things that happened down here when it comes to racing all across the state of Florida too. So yeah, it's pretty exciting.
0: There's no doubt about that. Joey Logano and Michael McDowell start on the uh, the poll. Of course you had the twins yesterday to to finish the rest of Ooh. the field out. Anybody surprise you yesterday in the qualifiers?
1: Uh, you know, what, you know, we. This kind of like twofold. Let's go back to qualifying back on Wednesday night. You know, we saw how Ford and Chevrolet looked really good, single car runs. You know, Toyota was very far back, but we kind of knew that once you get Toyotas together in a draft, they would do well. And then last night they proved that in the duels, Toyotas went to the front. Toyotas won both the duels. Um, you know, Jimmy Johnson qualified in in a, in a, in a Toyota. Uh, I just thought that the the Toyotas working together, and I think – and we talked about this a little bit as a group here when we did our media day, too, on, on Wednesday morning, was the Toyotas actually have more to work with now in the aspect that they got more, team, more players on the team out there, you know, bringing in Legacy Motor Club this year from um, – uh, they made that transition over from Chevrolet over to the Toyotas, and now they've added more to the whole group to work together and We saw that last last night during the duel so uh, the Toyotas really uh, really shined to me a little bit yesterday. The Fords look really solid, you know they got the brand new Mustang body on there uh on the cars they looked really really good too and drafting you know it kind of showed that that 's one of the great things about Daytona it's a great equalizer you know you could be the the biggest teams like Team Penske or Hendrick, or you can be the, the smallest teams that, you know, um, like Live Fast last night who had to try to race their way in. They led some laps during the races yesterday and unfortunately messed up in an accident, but it's, it's a great equalizer. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch how everybody, how this all plays out and hopefully – Hopefully Mother Nature will will take care of us here. We can get this one in tomorrow on Sunday night. Well, you know, well, it's Florida. It's gonna rain every day at four and you
0: know for about twenty <laughs> minutes and it's gonna be about a thousand percent humidity for a while and we'll see how it goes. We're talking to Jason Toy from MRN about the of course Daytona five hundred. You'll hear it this weekend here on the Blitz Eleven Seventy. Seven oh three here, Rick Corey along with Bryce Hulse. Yeah, Jason, uh
1: Ryan Blaney's the defending uh, cup series champion uh, out of the guys that have gone over in the Daytona 500, he certainly has a chance. Who who do you see as being a guy that could get their first one out of him, and maybe some other guys? Well, you know him, and, and you think about Kyle Busch too. You know Kyle does not have a, a Daytona 500, so uh, he looked pretty solid yesterday too in, in the duels. Ryan Blaney just has not not had good luck here. Yeah, he goes three straight races; he's been put into the wall, and and last night, good example. He was running really good and got clipped in the right rear and put. Uh, headlong into the wall, just like he did back here in August, too. So it's a lot of it is skill. You know, we know that that Ryan Blaney has it. You know, we know that Kyle Busch has it. But a lot of it, too, here at Daytona happens to be some just good old-fashioned racing luck. And uh, we saw uh, the luck run out a little bit last night with that. So, you know, Blaney's going to have to go to a backup car after the impact that he had. So... Kyle Busch had some damage. I'm not sure if they're going to have to go to a backup car or they can repair it. They're in there in the garage today working on that. Uh, They have a practice session later on this evening uh, just prior to the truck race. So there's going to be a lot of shakedowns from some of those drivers that were involved in that incident last night that took out a pretty good handful of drivers. But definitely Blaney's going to have to go to the backup, which means he's going to have to go to the rear of the field, just like anybody else that repairs their cars are going to have to go to the rear of the field. So, That'll be another fun part to watch some of these very fast cars make their way to the front.
0: Jason Toy, MRN with us now, talking about the Daytona 500. Which you'll hear here on the Blitz 1170 on Sunday. You know, I thought Jimmy Johnson was a, a fun story. I know they had the tragedy in life. He moved to England with his family, but he's back, and he wants to get in this and get after it. What kind of chance would you give Jimmy?
1: I tell you what, impressive last night. It was the old Jimmy and watching him run because he – He drafted his way up towards the front he looked really really good like i said he had a there was an incident and he and i talked about it afterwards it was it's daytona it's going to happen you know you're going to run solid and then going to have something happen to where it's going to be somebody else's issue and that's what it was for him so he uh (laughs) he was excited to make the race because i think not only as the as the owner but you know as the driver too and I think he was disappointed in the way he had to do it last night, and the way he was, you know, way he was talking to me about it. But uh, they proved that they actually have got some speed in this car. Now you got to think this is the, the program for Legacy Motor Club. Like I said, with with bringing Jimmy in on it, he tried to run some last year and uh, started some races that ended up short. Just had bad luck with it, and of course, the tragedy happened with his his in laws. He um, and then the transition this year, they made that move over from Chevrolet to Toyota. So that is a very big changeover to make that uh, make that happen. And he, as the owner, was very happy because all three of his cars ran very very well last night. As the driver, he was happy to get in, but he wanted more, and that's a good thing that you want to have with Jimmy Johnson. And Looking forward to seeing how he puts all that in the effort uh, coming up on Sunday.
0: You know, I saw one question I thought was really interesting. They talk about the non-chartered teams and who would have the best performance on Sunday based on what you have seen. What do you think?
1: I, You know, I, and again, I go back to the point, it's a great equalizer. I mean, that's the great thing about the draft. Anybody can have a good run and run well in the draft. You know, B.J. McLeod, like I said, unfortunately, missed it by two inches last night of running into the 66 Daytona 500. He came in with a car. They sold their their charter last year and came in with a car that was plain black, just had a number and nothing else on it, and almost raced his way into the 500. You have a guy like a kid named Kaz Grallo, who's running for Rookie of the Year this year in the Cup Series. He's going to be splitting his time between – Front Row Motorsports, which is, you know, they're sitting on the front row with Michael McDowell, and also with racing, you know, driving for Ford throughout the season, he went out for his qualifying effort uh, on Wednesday evening, and the shifter broke as soon as he pulled off, so he never even got a lap on the track. He came out in his duel yesterday, he kept up with the field, ran in the back, did what they had to do, and when it was time to go, it was time to go and prove that he can take that Ford up towards the front, so that's going to be fun to watch that, you know, watch that happen. Uh, we saw almost J.J. Yaley almost race his way in uh, with a team that he just <laughs> I said, J.J., when did you get the call? He said Monday night. So he was there Wednesday trying to qualify the car. Okay. And uh, so <laughs> there's a lot of good little side stories like that. And, uh, you know, I'm going to be interested, too, to see um, David Reagan, who's driving a third car for uh, Roush Fenway-Keslowski Racing, and uh, he's driving a number 60. And, of course, he knows how to win here at Daytona. He's won in the, July, in the uh, July race, the summer race. And he is also one of the guys that's kind of the test driver for Ford and working with these teams. And I'm kind of curious. I bet he, you know, he, he's confident, too. He has a chance to win this race. I mean, I think anybody in the starting field of the 40 has a chance to win this race because you could draft your way to the front and if you've got people to work with. I hate to keep going back using the same term. Anything can happen here in this race. You can be leading. You can be taken out leading. You can stay in the back all day. and the last 20 laps, you find your way to the front.
0: Yeah, that, well, you're, you're right. But that's always been the case there. And then it? it's the thing that makes yeah. it so much fun. But at the end of the day, who's your pick?
1: <laughs> Somebody asked me this you know, on uh, Wednesday night. And it's hard for me to pick a single person. Uh, I, one driver I failed to mention, I thought that, you know, it was very quiet in his duel yesterday, and then all of a sudden he was there running in the lead with Denny Hamlin, which that's Denny Hamlin. He's going to be there all the time, too. But I I was impressed last night with the way the Toyotas run, but I just got a feeling that um, we might see a four, just put it that way. Uh, I can't narrow it down to one driver because you can, it's hard to do that here because you just got to have so much good luck. But um, I I like I, I like to see a four, and I, I say personally, I like to see it. But I have a feeling that a Ford will find its way in victory lane.
0: Final moments here with Jason Toy from MRN talking Daytona Five Hundred. You'll hear it on the Blitz eleven seventy this weekend. It'll be a noon pregame time or pre-race time, if you will. You know, when you, I, there's so many of you guys working MRN, and there's but there, as you said, there's so many stories, there's so much to do in the pits, things like that. On a broadcast day, and as a guy who's mm-hmm. been a live broadcaster for forty-two years, there certain things I just love. What do you really get jazzed about? Still. Down that day.
1: Once we get into the inside the track, you know, because everybody hates traffic, and you're going to have traffic, <laughs> and I, they uh, like you're going to have on Sunday. But walking out there, once I get my gear on, and I just take that moment and sit there and kind of stand there and just look around, and that's, and then the, the feeling kind of hits you from that, you know. And we get, you know, how it is on, on any broadcast. You have your cues when it's time to get ready to roll, and you got to count down, rolling and you just hear that, but then you just kind of take that moment, close your eyes and just kind of take a deep breath and take it all in. That's the excitement that I get from it. It's like, I, it doesn't matter for me in, you know, this is my 26th year with MRN. I, I started when I was in college, which was, you know, I was very blessed to be able to have that opportunity and continue to, to be with the network for this many years and be a part of some of the biggest, you know, racing broadcast that we have in our, in our, in our business. But, you know, for me, it's the excitement of the play-by-play, and uh, it's uh, you know I love racing. It's been a passion of mine since I was a kid. I raced with my dad, but I've also I played football. I played college football. I had, to me, calling football, basketball, racing, any game that I can call, any race that I can call. I just take that moment, close my eyes for about ten seconds and just take it all in because I love the excitement of being able to do play by play and describing and be in the eyes of our mm-hmm. listeners out there. And yeah. you know, we got a, that's the great thing about us with M R N. We got a lot of guys and girls on our broadcast team that have been with us forever that have um share that same passion. And that's the thing. We've had longevity with our group here and we've got guys that have been here over thirty years with us on the broadcast and there's a reason why, obviously, you get a chance to work with the best in the business, but also, too, it's the passion that you bring to the broadcast every time.
0: Yeah, my, my broadcast partner and I have been together 31 years uh, in college, college football, and, and both of us say every game. There's no other place, there's no other place I want to be right now <laughs> than right here. You know, I'm glad you mentioned your career because I was going to take you back to your tight end days for the thundering herd at Marshall. I have been many times hunting to Huntington, West Virginia to broadcast football and college basketball games. What was your experience like there at Marshall?
1: Uh, so it's so good I still live there. Uh, <laughs> I still live in Huntington to this day and uh, raise my family there. And actually, uh, outside of NASCAR, I have I have some radio stations that I run there and still do some things with Marshall University. And if I get ready for Marshall baseball here when I get done with Daytona here and head back, and, um, yeah, it's it's great. I, I grew up in the state of Florida. Uh, I was born and raised down here in Tampa just across the way. And, uh had the opportunity and, you know, I was blessed with the opportunity to try to continue on. I wasn't a great athlete or anything like that, but I had some size and a little bit of speed with me. And, um uh, they, uh, folks at Marshall gave me an opportunity to walk on. I was able to do that for a couple of years and play and be a part of national championship, mm-hmm. which is awesome, you can be a part of playoff runs. And then, you know, it's one of those little things when you try to be an athlete and after you get hurt about the third or fourth time and <laughs> <laughs> you start to go, you know what? Good Lord's trying to tell me something here. And, um I, That day, I made that hard decision. I'm like, okay, I just, maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to do, but I'm still supposed to be a part of this somehow. Went straight from the football stadium over to the student radio station that we have at Marshall University, and I was doing ball games starting the next two weeks after that. So, uh, I was doing some basketball and then transitioned to football, and that kind of led, the, you know, a career and, and doing what we love. And I know you guys probably feel the same thing. It's a it's a, it's a different breed for folks that do uh, broadcast stuff like we do because it it becomes it's our passion it's our livelihood it's what we love to do and it's it brings us joy and that's exactly and you know when you got good people around you that surround you that uh, that support you and what you want to do in your in your life and your career and uh you know it's 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 nothing like it and like you said you know you go to a you go to a place where you do a ball game or I mean, basketball or you know whatever and you sit there and you go this is awesome how many other people would love to be sitting in this seat to be able to do what we get to do day in and day out and it's it's uh it's awesome and you know i love football i love really do and i love the excitement of the game i still get amped up i get pumped up whenever before broadcast and then you got to level out a little bit because you can't let that excitement take you over so yeah
0: yeah there's no doubt about that but it's hard sometimes not to but i had to ask you know to all our trips out there uh i found we found pardon me bruce and i found a little italian place just outside of town that was magnificent What's your where's your go-to lunch or dinner there in huntington
1: oh let's see you're talking about rocco's i'm sure mm, yep uh rocco's restaurant which was uh, an awesome place there's another great italian place there that um uh, a friend of mine ralph Hagee, owns that he's a you know, he a lifelong martial guy martial athletics guy he, he has a place called la familia which is a really great italian restaurant and of course in west virginia in that tri-state area there's you know uh, we take pride in our hot dogs (laughs) is one thing and uh, but also too we have places like uh, uh, Tudor's uh, Tudor's Biscuit World we love our biscuits love our hearty (laughs) food there you know, that's one thing about it. in That area, hardworking folks. You know, I mean, if it's not the steel industry, it's the coal industry. They're working the rivers. They're doing something, working, uh, you know, Toyota plant or whatever. We're hardworking folks there, so they like good hearty meals. So we like to, We like to eat our biscuits. We like to eat our pastas, <laughs> and I like love, love, especially love to eat our meats up there. You know, it's <laughs> one of the things about it. Whenever you get hunting season in October, or excuse me, in November at uh, your freezers stocked up all the way through the winter with all that deer meat. So, uh, same thing here. to do that.
0: Yeah, same thing here. Is the yeah. uh, Pullman Plaza still open?
1: Pullman Plaza still open, still uh, doing things. I know with our radio group, we do things down there every summer, uh, one day during the summer, and not one day, one day a week during the summer we do down there with concerts and mm-hmm. other things like that. It's a great center point for Huntington and you know, uh, over the last couple of years, we've picked up a brand-new president named Brad Smith, and Brad's a Marshall alum, and yeah. Brad was the, the gentleman who started into it. And, uh, so he, you know, financially has done very, very well in his life. It's come in and has taken our university at Marshall up to the next level on things, um, you know, kind of proving the fact that you don't have to be an academic to run a university. He runs it like a business-type thing, but uh, with the passion for, um, you know, his, his alma mater and the universe and the, what he sees for the community growing and we've added a lot of new things down in Huntington especially around the campus we're expanding yeah. out which is that's what we haven't done. We've been landlocked for so many years.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. We stayed there for many times with basketball, the uh, University of Tulsa basketball, and I just love the character of yeah. that old place. I always tell a story every now and then, and I know I'm keeping you too long. I apologize. But we tell, no, a story, tell a story every now and then. I, I actually broadcast from a closet there one morning because it's the only thing they had left. It was actually a storage room about three feet wide and six feet long with no lights inside of it while there was a young or an older lady's breakfast going on right outside the door Sorry. honey honey <laughs> didn't carry some stories for me
1: <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Where did, where, what building were you in for that? It was the,
0: it was the Pullman Plaza. It was downstairs. Oh, yeah, in,
1: in the Pullman Plaza. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. When
0: you go into the lobby and you walk back to the, <laughs> I think I'm going to guess that that's west there, there's an area you go out uh, into a kind of a small room where they, they would allow, you know, like rotaries and whatever. And it was a small. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They yeah, they were like 60, 70-year-old ladies having their breakfast. And the only place they had a digi- an old analog phone line was for me in this closet, <laughs> which was just, it was a closet. Classic.
1: Well, it, J- well we stepped we stepped up our game since then. It's now that hotel's now a double tree. it, it and you get the fresh cookies when you walk in. Oh ah, so you gotta you go. love that.
0: Jason Toy, <laughs> MRN, delightful visit. Thank you very much. Have a great race. Be safe out there.
1: Uh I would love thank you guys so much. Appreciate you guys being a part of it with us. It's gonna be a good time. And i I'm, I'm actually we I was talking about you guys uh talking about Tulsa not too long ago, it was about a month or so ago. One of my bucket list deals is to come out there and and check in with Chili Bowl. I want to come and just take in the Chili Bowl one year, and uh, I watched it all this year. I was excited to watch it from there, and I just I, I, the only thing is when I come there, I just don't want an ice storm. It seems like every every <laughs> every couple of years, you guys get an ice storm around Chili Bowl time, so I don't want to do that.
0: You know, we don't get we, unfortunately not a ton of them, but hey, when you do, we broadcast them out there every year. Emmett Hahn, I've known for forty years. I went to school with his kids. Yeah. Good friend of mine. Come on by and just stop at the table time. We'll take care of it.
1: Yeah. Anything you guys want, anytime, I look forward to catching up with you. And keep your fingers crossed. We, uh, you know, we're we're Florida. We're going to battle some weather. I'm looking out here right now and watching the tide roll in. We had clouds yesterday. Beautiful day, though. And we got a pretty good day today because we got the truck series race later on tonight. Got some practice later on this afternoon. And, uh, we got, you know, still after that, we got to try to get an Arca race in. We still Mm got to get, the Xfinity race in, we're still going to get the, the cup race in and trying to dodge raindrops here, which, again, it's Florida. I mean, there's, you learn you learn early in life. There's things you can control and you can't control. You can't control <laughs> the weather. So you say, we're learning how you respond to it, but we'll, we'll stick here and we'll get it done here in time. Yeah, especially in
0: Florida. Thanks so much. That is Jason Toy from MRN Talking Daytona 500. You'll hear it on the Blitz 1170 this Sunday. It's a noon pre and a 1 o'clock when they'll get that race underway.